AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Bootleg Kev Show, special guest in here, one of the greatest rappers of all time. Hey. We've had a good day of rappers. Crooked Eye was here this morning. Oh, word, okay. Crooked oh, Eye. Crooked Eye is one of them guys, too. Definitely, definitely. Well, welcome, man. Big Crit. What's good, bro? Uh, you were telling me, uh, we just left this Girl Talk. You, uh, we're going to get to your Wiz, album, but yeah. you, Wiz, Smoke Dizza, Smoke Dizza Girl, Girl Talk. Talk. Yeah. This album kind of came out of nowhere. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah, definitely did that. I mean, but we, we worked on it in 2019. It's, and it's just crazy, the timing of music. It just makes a lot of sense right now, too. I mean, we everybody's back outside. These are all my brothers, and we've been rocking with each other for years. From the jump. Yeah, and that shit was just so organic, bro. Like, it was, we literally, one day in the studio, Girl Talk had all the crazy-ass beats to the point where, once we did it, Girl Talk, did all the mixing, you know, arranged everything, sequenced, and I literally just heard the album last week. That's crazy. And I was like, and I, and I trust the homie because I know he's very meticulous with music. And so I'm hearing the breakdown of the song I got on there, and I'm like, damn, you chopped the fuck out of that beat. And I'm listening to it for the, like, oh, shit, I didn't, this shit. You got a different appreciation, too, as a producer. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You guys, uh, Dizza, Wiz, and yourself, I feel like all kind of will be, Kind of somewhat tied together, yeah, forever, yeah. Just and based currency, on yeah, we all and currency, of, obviously, yeah. but just based on the Smokers Club, on obviously the the records early on and um, Cushion Orange Juice, Cushion Orange and Juice, that, and yeah. Glass House, and all mm -hmm. that. Like, I feel like this is a kind of a nostalgic project for yeah. for guys like myself mm -hmm. who missed that era of no hip hop, no what no we like to call maybe the early blog era. Yes, yeah, early blog era. Yeah. Um. What, like I guess for you, what was your thought process in saying like, yeah, this is this feels right because you know Wiz has got a lot going on, you mm -hmm. got a lot going on. Smoke, Diz yeah. is doing a whole lot of shit. He's yeah. doing weed. He's doing podcasts, podcast, yeah. albums, everything. Um, I heard that you guys did this in one day. Yeah, one yeah. session. Yeah, and then 
Everybody else had solo records with Girl Talk before that, I'm sure. And that gave us the opportunity to have our own like uh, individual songs. But I think, man, it was, for me, it was a breath of fresh air. It was the kind of album where not only did we not expect to do it, and we just fucking got into like, oh, this shit's going to come out crazy. But not having the pressure of it, thinking about it like it's a label album kind of thing, or, oh, you got to be very calculated. We was like, fuck it, we making jamming-ass music. And then put it together and it's out now, you know. Um, and for me, I, I, I needed this opportunity with, with the homies too because it just reminds me of why I even do it and when, when I started and the feel of that. Um, and Wiz being the first person I even went on tour with, you know, back in 2010. So it's like, man, we, it's a different kind of, you know, family friendship, especially in this music industry that, bro, we, we came together, made some jam shit, and literally just had fun, bro. Which tour was the 2010 tour? Christian Orange Juice. That was the, the original Cushion Orange Juice tour. Yeah, bro. I wow. literally, yeah, we was out there. Like, <laughs> you know Do you what I'm saying? Re- like, like when, you, when you hear a record like Glass House and like kind of like when we think back to like maybe how important that record was and how it kind of just mm-hmm. helped. Um, it really kind of, I think it helped everyone out and it's such a cultural like, I think of One Train, right? Mm, That's another yeah, yeah, yeah. one of those. Yeah, definitely. I think a Glass House is like one of those as well. It just that kind of it. encapsulated that time period. And South by Southwest. South by Southwest. <laughs> free mixtapes. Fuck it, man. Do every show you can. Mm-hmm. Standing on, you know, not even on a stage. Just freestyling and shit in the street. Yeah. How often do you go back and, and listen to that record? And like, I what mean, memories does that record give you? It brings a lot of memories. People people want, you know, me to perform that song. I don't... <laughs> You had the best. You had the best verse on that record. I mean, I mean, thank you. You know, I appreciate that. But um, for me, it was just like I think Wiz and Currency know that respectfully. I mean, they know you. I mean, that. look, yeah. Let's be honest. I will say the the way that record came about, and then what happened with my career after was because the homies was definitely not only crushing it, but Cushion Orange Juice was. I mean, I think it was about to come out, and just the excitement behind everybody and kind of being new artists, and we were getting our own separate deals. And uh, doing that record put me put my name in front of a lot of people that wasn't aware of what I was doing. Because was Glasshouse before Crit was here? Yeah, I think Glasshouse. We did that 2010 March. I think Crit was here came out in April or May. Yeah, so, I was about yeah. to say it felt like it was like a like right before. Yeah, and so that that put me in a lot of people' cars and people mm-hmm. like, man, who is this motherfucker? And then between the beat, because even the kind of track, I don't the homies that didn't necessarily always rap on that kind of kind of thing too. Um, and so after that, going on tour, being able to perform that with Wiz and Currency, just kind of kept putting my name out there up until we did the 2011 XXL cover. And that's when people really saw who I was because I wasn't even putting my face on covers and shit. Motherfuckers didn't know what the fuck I looked like. That's real. You were kind of <laughs> low. You were low key early on. Yeah, you know. And so your you, your face wasn't on any of the artwork. Nah, very very just the brand crit name. And um, I remember going out on the road with Wiz. And then Black and Yellow had took off while he was on the road and just... I was living in Vegas at the that time. That shit was so crazy, bro. Yeah. Like, and the energy. And I know it was, it was thousands of people that had no idea who the fuck I was, but it, it definitely gave me an opportunity, a platform to get new fans. Yeah, that was a, that was a moment. Black and Yellow was one of them records oh, yeah, where it was like, bro. oh, Wiz got one now. Yeah. Like, okay, the suit... Oh, the, the, oh, the, the one one. Yeah. The one's here. Because <laughs> before that, it was like, okay, he's up next. But, yeah, but once you catch shit. one of them... That shit took off, bro. Yeah, it, it puts yeah. you in a different uh, sphere for sure. Yeah. Um, I what I also appreciate is I actually recently got to purchase Crit was here on vinyl. Hey, well, yeah, thank you. I was at Amoeba and I was surprised to see it. Hmm. Yeah, and I was like, wait a minute, 
Shit, I'm, I don't know if this is bootleg or not. I hope not. <laughs> but well, no, I mean, it was just amazing to be able to have that out on streaming platforms for people to listen to it now. I was going to say, like, I know that was an uphill battle. Um, yeah, huh? I mean, because you want to not only sample clearances, I mean, and me is also the thought process behind not wanting it to sound... Not wanting to lose, clean it up too much. Wanting people to still get that same feel. Some records didn't make it. You know, some things had to change. But it's still a blessing, man, all these years to be able to put that out and people actually wanted to listen. I'm just to happy it. that I don't have to go to Dat Piff anymore. Yeah, ah, uh, yeah, uh, uh, YouTube and it cut off after. The yeah, YouTube yeah, yeah. is the worst. Yeah, so you know, but no, we out here, man, and it's just to have a catalog is a beautiful thing too, bro. A hundred percent, and you have a catalog. Yeah, it's like over four hundred fucking songs. You have four hundred songs on DSPs. Got to. Got to be at this point. That makes sense. Yeah. So, how many albums officially now that ten? Ten albums. Wow. Yeah, I think the, uh, yeah, Mina would say ten. Yeah. So, in 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 in, in still having the the hunger to do this. That's know, not even including the little EPs you dropped. Nah, that's like four years ago. Three, fucking four years ago. freestyle shits and all that. All the features combined. Definitely got a lot of music out here. Bro. Oh, with features combined, you're over four hundred. Ah, sure. yeah. Wilding out. Yeah, been you know, snapping though. Just there's a song I recently uh, <laughs> that just came up on my YouTube. Uh, I don't know. I was just listening to music, and it was the foolish shit record you did with, with oh, Ritz. Oh yeah, <laughs> that shit. yeah, hey, yo, yellow. Yo, that, 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 that record is disrespectful. Yo, that Ritz's verse is, on that song is so. I'm like, bro, if you drop this in 2022, you getting canceled. Um, yeah, but that shit was jamming for what the time period. But nah, we can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got that shit. Got to stay back there. The hook alone is just yeah. Yes, I guess I'm full. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's real. Um, right, I, yeah. Let's talk about <laughs> digital roses don't die. Yes, sir. Love the title. Thank you. I think it fits the vibe of this project. Mm-hmm. You've dabbled with some funky shit in the past. Yeah. But I feel like with this album, you fully committed to just a different vibe yeah. than when we get in the car and press play on a crit yeah. album. Yeah. Where's your head? Where's your head at when you're making this project? And it sounds amazing. I think you executed it man, amazingly, bro, man. Thank you. I mean, for me, I just didn't want to drop an album coming out of 2020 and 2021 that sounded like what people know me for. I wanted to change and show the kind of growth not only I've gotten mentally, but musically and, and grounded and, and comfortable like I right, it's okay for me to make a funky record or sing on my entire album. And you sound great singing man. Hey man I did my best bro. You sound I, good. Little tune not too much. Yeah, you know but, yeah <laughs> who isn't using tune? Let's be honest. But, uh, Those motherfuckers using tune on their rapping verses. But the, the thing was too bro is like you can't there's nobody to feature for you in your life right yeah. so when writing this album it's like if it's a love album the only two voices that you hear constantly is me and um, this amazing singer named Roland mm-hmm. right and it's this back and forth with me and this woman kind of relationship thing and so records like Generational Way Down it's my story it's how I feel so despite how many notes I might hit this bed I have to sing this because it's how it's, I wrote it and it's, it's, it's my personal experience and so starting to think about music like that kind of changed how I even approach an album at this point, right? Mm. And it's amazing that the Girl Talk album is coming out because I get to be young-spirited, you know, maybe people that miss that glass house country shit vibe of myself. And that's cool, but that was me in my 20s, you know, I'm in my mm-hmm. 30s, and I'm supposed to grow and be And different. your fans are growing, man. Yeah, I mean, shit, they got kids, most of them. Facts. Now. You know what I'm saying? Or they then went through the college experience, yeah. and they trying to get their house, I mean, you know. And how like, many, I mean, we're th- if you're thinking 2010 was when, I mean, that's 12 years. Yeah, and I, but I started, my first project this came out in 2004 that's crazy you know what i'm saying and so i've been i've i've, I've done that and i've been in a, in a position 18 years yeah bro 
Yeah, first beat I ever made was in 1999. So this is 2001. I dropped my first mixtape in my city. It literally was uh, 21 years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So it's like I've been doing it to to be able to be as vulnerable as I was on this album, to make a record like More Than Roses and have that flute. The the, the, the dude killed it. That was the closest thing I've ever got to making something Willie Hutch would make. Something that I just it like, felt ah, that way, you know, and and to me, that's 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 what I do this for, bro. I gotta challenge myself. It's very, it feel, it just gave me like a really like timeless feel. Yeah, like this shit will live in like ten years. It could have lived in nineteen seventy eight. It could have lived exactly. In, and, and, and if you go, with, if you're in a relationship, it's something in this album that's for you. Yeah, you might be, you might not be with it now, but you don't worry. <laughs> You'll go, you'll go, you'll get there. You're gonna go through one of these motherfucking tracks, you know. No, I love the title too, just like because we live in a a world in which everything is digital, and Mm -hmm. you know, what was your motivation to that? Digital Roses Don't Die. Well, there was two different perspectives. The first one was the fact that we document our relationships in a sense. And even if you're not with that person, that stuff is still out there to see. Still on the internet forever. It could bring you down or it can encourage you, depending on how you feel. Yeah, I didn't think that. But in the grander scheme, we've been digital way longer than what we think. My dad showed me a picture of my, uh, sent me a picture of my grandparents when they were super young mm-hmm. together. And then I'm looking at this and I'm like, this is a digital rose. You know, neither one of my grandparents are here, but this has been passed down from generation to generation. And I'm gonna get to pass it down to my kids mm. as well. So this is way bigger than it just being the internet. This is your own personal experience and journey being documented and people get to look back at it. And it goes from not only the people in the picture, but who took the photo, what was happening during that time period. You know, we seeing pictures of people that dealt with the Spanish flu and mask everybody. No, now we just we saw actually, all that. Yeah. Now we 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 got photos like that. We got we got documented time where we gonna be like, yeah, we're living on. we're living in history right now. Thank we don't you. even realize it because we're in it. I'm like, man, what the fuck were they wearing masks? Fifteen years from now, <laughs> we're gonna look back and be like, y'all remember? That was crazy. You know? Them two years were crazy. And so, and for me, it's just about expressing that and wanting people to really take heed and, and document and and give those roses today to to each other now. It's very important. I'm glad you did this collab project because we've always been teased with you doing collab projects yeah, with artists, and yeah. they've never happened. You and Yellow Wolf uh, were yep, supposed to do Country Cousins. Me and, then me and Cy High had a conversation. If and you that, and Cy yeah. High would have did, I don't know who would out rap too, but that would have been like yeah, and he's a he's a monster. That would have so been I, that would have been like spy versus spy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know he's a monster. So it's and but these this 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 kind of gave me the confidence moving forward to like I. Let's let's collab more, cause it's, it's if and for me is I, I have to let go of the reins a little bit too. Not wanting to produce. I was about to say because you handle so much of the creative process for all Man, of your music. I, I fell back this time. I mean, it was a collective effort us being in the studio, so we trust each other's hook writing capabilities. We know who verse would sound better first or second. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't even need to be on that song. That's all you broke as you snapping. And that having that kind of confidence in your skill, that's what makes an album jamming. Because we know we all gonna snap. Is you know what I'm saying? So that's real. Yeah. If you uh, you're one of the you know, there's some great producers slash artists. Obviously, yeah. Kanye, J Cole don't get enough love for the nah, he don't. J Cole mm-hmm. was a I, he don't produce as much as he used yeah, to. I mean, when he first it, came it, into it the gets, game, it's taxing too, though, bro. When you sitting there and having to make the beat, write the hook, you know, do the verse, it, it's a challenge. You know? I feel like uh, what was it? Uh, the last was it? The last album was the first time you kind of totally were like. Pretty is here. I was like, yeah, only you did were like one record, and that was Blue Flame Ballet, which was, which was still, fire. See, but I was still, I was letting people know that was a great fucking record. Like that, I'm gonna go this way, you know. But 
Um, and that, but even working with them showed me that it's, it's other ways of me trying to work on music that I don't have to stick with samples anymore or even the idea of it so if you're listening to uh digital roses don't die there's no samples in i was gonna say like producing um an album like this where mm -hmm. there's live instrumentation you yeah. talked about bringing in a food player yeah that's got to add a different element to just your whole process that's got to be kind of fun oh it was fun but then it's it's, 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 it's it also makes it a little bit more difficult right i'm about to say but it's scary because you fuck off and go so like it's like that thousand digitals thing it's like oh i'm gonna put this in and put this in it Spend months on a record and a little bit more expensive too, and play it for people, and they don't get what the fuck you where you going with it. So. <laughs> it's like I'm gonna take that's this a, risk. Yeah, and that's and that and I took it. I really took that risk because I remember even when I did the record "Show You Right," they went through so many versions of that song before when I would play it, people would get it. But in the beginning, it was like mm -mm, they still don't get it. I gotta holler at the homie Mo Dre so he can do the talk box, so I can the funk, so you can actually feel where I'm going. And these elements can change a listener's ear quick. Yeah, um, it was definitely a risk, but I think there's a few people who could pull pull that Thank shit you, off. Bro. I'm not sure you're Thank capable you. of doing anything really terrible. Uh, I mean, it, and if, it, if I did, you would never hear it. Because <laughs> like, I know, shit, I know. Man, I, I, I'd have made some shit, but you would never hear it. You know what I'm saying? But that's about that's a part of the creative process. Like, I, it normally starts in the morning. I give me some good piano chords going, and I go to singing. Then by that time, I'm shooting the idea over the Dutch. Like, bro, what you think about this? And he through the, through on just playing it through the speaker and like dude that's hard and then I I just keep building from there. Um, talk to me about your Def Jam era because hmm. as a fan it was extremely frustrating. Yeah. Um, because I, I'd always, I guess when you ended up at Def Jam I was like oh now this fool it's it's over it's going down it's right we, we, and we had the hip hop mechanical what Def Jam finally's got the machine the, behind because before that you were order. what just cinematic yeah okay at the time yeah. um. And I just felt like, in, at least from a fan's perspective, mm -hmm. they grossly mishandled you, or just just not did not know what to do with Big Crit. Well, the 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 building that signed me, like I think two weeks a month later was gone. That happens a lot in the so industry. You 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 already kind of starting off rocky because you're right. not working with the people that may have been the people who believed you. in you that brought you in. Yeah, they, they're so, gone. And then man, I was determined. And shout out to Shot Money and my team. I was determined to produce my first album. No matter what, I was like, man, it was a goal and it was something that I needed to do for myself because it was that idea, oh, crit sign, why should shit change up? So I just was like, fuck that, you know, and then I went right into doing all the beats and wanting to keep it the same way I did with the mixtapes um, and well, with the projects at the time. And so what happened is the samples and some samples I couldn't clear, some features I couldn't get. Then when you mix in that kind of stuff and you're having to remove things off the whim, it just changed the narrative of what the album originally would have felt like because I, I couldn't get sample clearances. And we fought for a lot of the records and I had to, I had to change them shits like three days before I had to turn the album in kind of stuff. And I've been wow. listening to this Live from the Underground song a certain kind of way. And then it comes and out the gotta, whole other I way. Gotta, I got I to gotta change it. I got to get this piano played, but try to make it sound old. But you know what it's like when you sample something, then you try to recreate it. Sometimes it's not quite right, but in that album, we show people that just because you're not getting the label support and they don't know what to do with it doesn't mean that people aren't going to buy it. It was a great but, album. Yeah, and man, my, and, the, and the, my supporters came through, and then first week sales, motherfuckers looking at us like, how did y'all do that? I was like, man, y'all, like, I have, they my people, they come out, you know? But even with singles, trying to get the single pushed, and then, shit, we, we dropped money on the floor in 2011, 
September. My album didn't come out till June 2012. So I had to literally trying promote to re- a single for damn near a year. <laughs> okay, so Crit Was Here came out. When did Return of Forever drop? 2011. It came out March. And then what was the third tape before the album? Forever and a Day. Forever and a Day. I dropped the... Think about that. I had in order to keep the momentum going. I knew how long because forever in a day you already were on Def Jam, right? Yeah, I had to drop something in order to keep keep the while they wait on this album. You're like, I mean, it, between you and Wiz, and I, I'm probably forgetting, but you guys had the albums that weren't albums, but they yeah. were albums. Yeah, I mean, but th- that was the best way to keep people engaged. It was free, you know, because they saying? weren't mixtapes. They yeah. were like this new thing where people were just giving away real albums. <laughs> That was the best. That was your best calling card at the time, though. Yeah. Like, and then if you, and then for me, it was like, man, I want to make sure that this project competes with these major label albums, regardless of how I'm doing it. In my room, we drop it randomly, and that's what it did. To the point, people was like, "Forever in a day should have been your album," you know. And I had to, I had to, I had to take that with a grain of salt. But I'm like, I spent a different kind of energy. It was different. You didn't have to worry about nobody even knew it was called the out. red tape. I, I just popped up and was like, "Yo, I remember forever in a day, or uh, the, yeah, the, your, your, the last tape before yeah, the album yeah. did drop out of nowhere. I, yeah, because I told Shai, he's like, we need to do something. It's I like, remember it's like, quiet oh, it's out on, here. there's a there's <laughs> a print tape on two dope boys. Where it's the fuck? I didn't quiet know this was out here, bro. We need to drop this, and then it, then it becomes this thing where I had so much creative. Freedom to do yeah. it, so it, it, I'm, I'm fucking working the, the cover, the, everything about it just became oh that could have been my album. What is your my favorite project of yours is Return of Forever. Mm-hmm. But what is you if you if you had to if you had to like tell one like I don't know let's say fucking aliens came down and they're like yeah. what's your best <laughs> album we're trying to take this shit to Mars what's Ooh, the album you you give them I got I gotta say it's it's for it's forever's a mighty long time and in, in Return of Forever. I think those two pretty much sum up the growth and what I'm capable of. And that was a long time was uh, not only a process, but it was this beautiful way of me telling people that I have these dual ways of thinking about my career and then wanting to be this turn artist. And I love, you know, performing that. But I got so much more to say and hear. And then sometimes I don't even know if music if I'm getting my point across with the vent enough or if drinking sessions is, is like, or I'm doing this stuff because I feel this way and it's not just me trying to shock value kind of thing. And so it was just being able to be that open, that creative. And I appreciate my team for letting me do a double album, which nobody was doing it at the time. That's true. Like, that's a lot of music. One was like, bro, that's a lot. And then it's not even split up on iTunes. It's just one long. <laughs> well, that's the thing about nowadays. It's like if you drop a double album, you just drop a long ass playlist. Long ass <laughs> playlist if it's not broken up in pieces. But Facts. for me, even doing the Justin Scott intro is like I sampled my own intro to create the Big Crit intro. Mm. So it's just, it's just small things. It's like, man, I'm I'm always taking the next step creatively if I, if I can. Hey, we got to stop the interview real quick, man. Shout out to our sponsors at MyBookie. Now, if you're into sports like me, you like to win money. What are we doing? Go to my bookie right now, man. Let's get in on some of this action. My bookie. Go sign up. Get the double deposit bonus. This is what this means. When you sign up at my bookie right now, all right, whatever money you deposit, they're going to match it. They're going to double it for you up to $1,000, but you got to use the keyword, the promo code bootleg. That's right. Use that promo code bootleg. When you sign up at my bookie, they're going to double your deposit. Listen, March Madness is coming up. My favorite time of the year 
to gamble is March Madness. It is so much fun. You don't got to know a fucking thing about college basketball. It is just fucking turned up. I love to go to, listen, March Madness. That's really all you need to know. Get your account before then. Thank me later. Also, NBA action is finally back. Throw down some futures. Who do you think is going to win the MVP? Joel Embiid, Jokic, Devin Booker, a little dark horse. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Suns. Uh, you got to go to my bookie, though. Sign up. Get down right now. All right? Get double your money. Double your deposit. You put in a 1000 They're going to match that. Give you a whole nother 1000 to gamble with. My bookie. Dot A-G, use the promo code bootleg, double your deposit. The, your favorite posse cut you've been a part of? <sighs> posse cut. Because let's go through them. I mean, I mean, you're part of some of the best ever. I'm looking at Joey Badass picture right now, and I'm like, that uh, that record we did with Echo Underground Airplane? Mm-hmm. Me, I remember Smoke that. Dizzle. I miss when clothing uh, brands used to do songs. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Like that a fucking LRG mixtape echo. Yeah, that shit was hard, but it's, it's it's between that and one train. I got off on one train. One train is like I went the fuck off. It's like it should be in a museum to me. I'm gonna tell you this even funny story about that shit. The reason why I was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna do a I'm gonna I'm gonna do a 32. Or I'm gonna just keep going. We do the uh, BT award cipher. BT tell us write 12 bars to this instrumental. Mm-hmm. Cool. We get to the cypher, everybody kicking fucking 48s and 64s and shit. My verse is a 12. I'm like, I'll never again get a motherfucking instrumental and not just go crazy. So once Rocky sent it to me, and I love the way he did it because it was like nobody heard nobody's verse. So here go the instrumental, bro. You Any know, idea who's going to be on it? You know who the fuck going to be on the song. Yeah, I'm like, all right. So, yeah. Wow. I was like, I'm going to go fucking crazy. And the BB King line, R.I.P. The, the, the legend. Because who? It was yourself, Wolf, Joey, Badass, uh, Danny Brown, Danny Brown yeah, uh, uh, Action, Bronson. Action Bronson was on it. Yeah, the homie, I'm yeah. forgetting. I'm forget. I feel like I'm forgetting. Kendrick was on it. Kendrick was on it. Yeah, fuck. That was yeah, That was a moment. That's crazy. That was the moment. Yeah. It's it's a- so dope. That was bold for that one. He that was that was dope. Well, I just think that like. You said that you 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 view your career through two different perspectives at times, or at least on mm-hmm. that on that album, you you said that you had kind of communicated that. Mm-hmm. And I forever in a day, I did the same thing. I feel like when it like like a lot of people have you in their guards of like being one of the greatest, right? Yeah. Of of, of all time of your generation, yeah. whatever. I actually put out a. a, a do you, I don't. You remember when that hundred rappers? Someone put out a. a, a I top, saw the list. Yeah, I don't. But I put out. I put out a list, and I think I had you like in the top twenty or twenty five. Let's go. I'll and I had people yeah. in the comp. I had Freddie super high. I had you super high. Pusha T was super high. Yeah. I had you above Lil Wayne for sure. Yeah. Okay. 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 People okay. didn't like that. Right. I'm pretty sure they didn't. But um, you know, in one regard, you're like in that conversation amongst the people who know. Mm-hmm. And then on the other side of the coin, it's like, I still feel like somehow you haven't met your potential commercially yet. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that day's not coming. Yeah. I'm, I mean, it's, 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 most people would say traditionally, I haven't had a quote unquote hit. Country shit probably was the biggest. Closest thing. Yeah. That was the biggest record. And I think from that, 
it was uh listen i, I, I tried to play the sweetie and little wayne song at real in la i was fighting to get that bitch on the mix show thank you so thank you <laughs> and now and even that record sometimes i've just been ahead of the curve just a little yeah because that was a little pre before sweetie really <laughs> caught her you know yeah. what i'm saying and then even with having a record with future right just last week the record with two chains i forgot about that song so, yeah and so it's for me it's always wanting to work with people and just because i'm fucking with they sound and then obviously things take off but um, it's, it's just been the narrative But I never chased it I never was like I think pay attention When working with Rico Love Also was the closest thing that was, Yeah cause that like, was Starting to get some I, Yeah and then that was me Trying to find And, and kind of grow up A little more Than what people was used to it was a, it wooden, was, That was a different record For you Which is the wooden yeah. chain And you know The, the Oh the, I forgot about the wooden chain That yeah, was kind of your thing For a while shorts and yeah. shit You know what I'm saying So it's like I'm growing up You know Um but going through all those things really showed me that people, I don't have a box that I'm in. So people, if it's jamming, they they cool with what I present. Um, and then just now doing it in the most authentic way as I possibly can, you know. But those is great peers. I go back and look at them videos. And I'm like, man, we we the quality for what it for the, for time, the times for not necessarily having the certain kind of label support that most mm-hmm. would be. I never slacked on the fact that I wanted to give people the best of me. Right. And I remember what Live from the Underground kind of went through with the critique of it, um, how people felt about it, coming back, doing Catalactica, then mm. people going back and being like, you know what? Live from the Underground was jamming. I like Catalactica. I like, I, I mean, listen, I like that one too. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I mean, but it was just, it's, it was always like, and, and, and keep in mind, bro, I'd be telling people, like, man, I had to create a whole planet. I created a whole planet, rapped about it, the story of it, and it was still like, Y'all still don't see like I'm. Do you want to know what it is? I think that when you come out with a, with two projects like Crit was here <laughs> and Return of Forever, it's kind of like when Nas came out with Illmatic and it was mm. written. Do you remember like Nas could do no right mm. if it wasn't? Do you remember how long it's like he had to put out Nas? People yeah, were always. Just, I just feel like yeah. you have some of the greatest bodies of work that we've heard in the last twenty years, yeah. and so when you have those bodies of work, even if the other shit is fire, mm. people, people are always, always going to be like, but with the vent, yeah. And yeah I mean, and and, 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 and <laughs> once you're at peace with it, that's just what it is, which you obviously are. Definitely. Just just keep put, just keep doing you and the, running it, it up. It is crazy though. I remember once Cribbles came out and just what happened next, and then Return of Forever 2011, and just the movement behind that, the that album. And so for me, it's like I get it. This it still was like first introductions too, though. This was like, oh man, it was new for what it was at the time. I'm from Mississippi. And so to be that country and free, and then it was just you know it was people first introduction with me. Yeah, 2010. I think you won uh, DJ's, DJ Booth dot net uh, album or mixtape of the year. Yeah, double XL. I yeah. caught that too. Then I remember like, that year specifically because it was you. It was Crit was here. It was Trunk Music, mm-hmm. and it was. I'm thinking of. I'm trying to think of. Oh, we've been doing this for a minute. <laughs> but just what a great fucking like. Can you do you remember how great it was yeah. to just be like. Just for, no red tape. Let's just drop music. Fuck I just, it. as a fan, it's my favorite era ever because yeah. there was just so much shit and it was so easy to put people on the music. And they was there and they was waiting. Everything was, I don't know, it, it, but the, it, it, you know, it was pre-streaming still, right? Mm-hmm. So there was this aspect, people fuck with your music, they had to go get it. 
They had to seek it out. They, they had, had to, to download it. it. They had the, the receipt. They had to get a virus on their la- on their computer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. For sure. Some of those sports. links yeah, would yeah, pop definitely. up crazy shit. <laughs> like, what That's the fuck? Funny. That's funny, man. But yeah, I, um, I've been blessed to be able to see both. Now it's a transition, you know, trying to see how the music game works in this era and how this feels. Because content is king, right? Um, True. But... For me, it's just once again never losing the fact that I love when people listen to my music in their car when they go from point A to point B and what that means to them. So I'm never going to just for the sake of what's happening in the music industry short people on what I bring to the table. Um, this So this Girl Talk project would be your second project in a, about a month and some change. Definitely. I hear you may or may not already have something coming soon. Don't worry about that. Okay, don't worry about that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, come on. I man. mean, you've been I, resting for a couple of years, right? I, During the I've pandemic, been, yeah, I'm, it's, I'm it's, assuming you've been working a, a I lot. I got a lot. I got a lot of shit, bro. I mean, and then this is this, this is the, the step in the right direction of me staying more out in the front, doing more music because people know me to do an album, and then probably disappear for a year or two. So now it's like, nah, I'm gonna constantly drop this time, and um, I'm excited because then you know it's it's that they still get that turn element of me, the growth of me mm-hmm. too. And um, branding multi is very important because I got my label and now it's like really trying to put artists out that I that I, I deem that I want people to really hear. Who are some of those artists now? I mean, well, rolling the, the the young lady that's singing on the album is some her, her voice is amazing. Okay, you know what I'm saying. And uh, at this moment, I think just focusing and, and wanting to work with her. Um, and there's a couple artists, man, but I don't want to, you know, I ain't put it, I ain't put it together yet for real. Who was that dope ass singer from Atlanta? Um, that used to be on everyone's shit. Sometimes she wouldn't even get featured. Uh, uh, Nakia was that her name? Sounds familiar. Does that sound right, Dutch? Nakia, she was hard. I just Word. think she was like on hella. She was on hella shit. That's random, <laughs> random tidbit. Let's talk about team because I do feel like team is so important in the music industry, and I want to just give some love to your guy Dutch because yes, Dutch sir. has been your running mate for a very long time. Yeah, man. Dutch, the, the growth though, because Dutch started off as uh, my tour manager. So being out there on the road and, and actually kind of putting up with how I was as an artist and then being able to be very in, in influential with being in the studio, being around for those times and then getting to the point where like, yo, bro, manage me. Right. And then to see what and it's, and it's great, too, because Dutch is his own entity now. Right. Yeah, yes, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like he is his own own thing. And so it's just dope to see the growth in me and him both. Not only me as an artist, but him as a businessman. Has it been like, um, you know, are, are you kind of like coming from two different eras of music into the streaming era? What are the things that you've kind of had to like maybe uh, pinch your mm. nose? Because, you know, I've, I think of TikTok. TikTok is one of those things yeah. <laughs> that we think of. It's like, man, it's some kitty ass mm. shit. But I'm just starting to notice like even the artists you would never think would be on TikTok. Yeah. It's kind of like you have to be on TikTok. Yeah. I mean, it comes with the territory of what we do. It's kind of like the new SoundCloud. Yeah. Yes. And it's very quick how a record can take off on there, right? It's become a radio station within itself. And um, so you kind of got to move it where the music is going, right? And then to be gone for two years, you I can't be mad at people to pick up another form of learning and finding out about artists. And it's it's going. And, and I remember even IG being something that was like, all right, you take a picture of your food. Oh, this is what I'm wearing today. You know what I'm saying? Like, but stills. This is like, man, you could just be in your bed 
just talking to you. You know what I'm saying? It's, just, it's it, crazy. It totally removed it's crazy. the smoke and mirrors and it's shit. Crazy. It's crazy. It's the most transparent. Uh, <laughs> well, fans and artists' relationship or dynamic is the most transparent it's ever been, yes. which is why... I feel like it's it's a lot harder to fake the funk. Now you could buy you know streams, mm-hmm. and I think the live show will pull the curtain back yeah. on whether or not you got real you fans. Really doing that, yeah. But in terms of just like, I think about R and B. Do you remember <laughs> like us growing up? Every R and B singer was a beautiful man with a six pack and chiseled and had the perfect hair. And now it's Post Dancing. Malone in the yeah. weekend. I mean, look, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> It's it's and, we, and and but the music is so good and yeah. and I think people are like yo I I see through the the, lens, the product because yeah, 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 yeah. you know those guys were products I mean but and then you the understanding that people want to see and listen to people that look like them they can relate, they relate to, to they want to feel yeah. like they're yeah yeah I mean because we we definitely run into that understanding that that particular individual or however they present themselves might not be realistic to how you can present yourself. Yeah, like Cisco with a leather jacket, Averex jacket opened up with a 12 pack and bleached hair dancing in the I, rain. I mean, I'm gonna be, I, and I loved Cisco's I solo say, album. I respect it, but I don't think I wanted to dye my hair silver ever at but, all. So but a I lot of guys even, did. They did. My older brother did. Can you imagine? Do you remember we because of Cisco, we all used to wear fitted hats with Chinese letters on them? I had no idea what they yeah. said. Yes. You would have the fitted hat and you have the Chinese letters and then on or, the back it'd be the baseball team or the curly well you probably didn't do this but the sideburns that was kind of like oh, yeah, yeah yeah the, the genuine sideburns yeah they yeah, wasn't yeah mm-hmm. I didn't do those though I didn't do those I feel like I feel yeah I do, yeah. I do feel like that's kind of the positive thing that social media has done is it's kind of like even the playing field in a sense where like you don't have to be like you almost would rather be more relatable and like I want to have a beer with you and not fuck you mm. you know what I'm saying um, not me specifically. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I feel what you're saying, though. I mean, but it's, again, it's, it's it's pulling the curtain back. I think it's allowing artists not only to be more transparent, but it's still, it's getting to that, it's getting to being able to show that, all right, I have anxiety. Oh, this frustrates me. Oh, I don't like what's going on in my, in my deal or my career. Um, so it's, it's definitely giving people more of that platform to not be so scared to actually express their discomfort. A lot of that's been happening. Um, and they go and it's, it's right there. Meek Mill, uh, NBA Youngboy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, everyone has been yeah. being someone who's kind of experienced all sides of the game. Mm-hmm. If there's an up and coming artist who's watching this, who might have a little something going on yeah. and labels always trying to sign you. Mm-hmm. There's majors, there's mini majors, there's, you know, yeah, it's just him, yeah. distribution company, whatever, right? Yeah. Would you suggest someone go the major label route right now? It, I mean, well, this depends on what they want in the beginning, right? I, as an artist, I wanted to be played on the radio. I wanted to be signed to a major because it's just this grandiose thing about doing music. If they feel that the deal is structured in a way that they can still get the joy of being signed and it be fair, then by all means do it. My personal experience might not be like someone else's. I know a lot of artists that are signed and they seem to get a fair shake in it. They get the check, they get the support, they do the late night shows and it seems to work. It didn't necessarily work for me, right? And so I can't expect somebody to take my role with it because this isn't easy. You know, it's definitely a role less traveled. You, it's like being it's like being on a private airport. I talk about all this time. It's like when you with a label, it's a huge airport, and it's planes leaving. And You're at LAX. All the time. 
you know going but, independent you're you're at Burbank yeah, you get to you, walk right yeah, through yeah but that, that but when it's when the when the air is full you can't take off this is true and you and, <laughs> and it's harder to get to some destinations there's connecting exactly. flights you gotta you gotta connect <laughs> yeah. so and for me it's like once we figure that out but it was so weird once we left Def Jam and we told people that I was leaving it was so many motherfuckers that like bro you you signed Def Jam. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people knew that who weren't it's super like, tapped in. Oh, I was long tied to the sun. Like, you was there. I'm like, yeah, I was with Def Jam mm-hmm. for six, seven years. It was a, it was a minute. And as, it's still like, oh, we didn't even fucking know. It's, <laughs> it's so crazy. It, it's it's crazy, too, because like I think of like, I just don't know. I don't know, man. As a fan, I just was like, what the fuck is Def Jam doing? Like, none, like anything you'd like feature-wise or like, mm-hmm. you know, all that shit... It was we we there was some still some great people we we met there and then even with me it was the understanding that I'm from the south I'm from a place that a lot of people haven't even been right so when you talking about trying to create a certain kind of um what's the word I want to use support in a building where they seeing their favorite artists come through all the time right mm-hmm. and it was a lot of young people and yeah they might fuck with me as a person but they weren't might not been into my music might not have knew about my music they want to promote for their favorite artists right. Mm. And so, you know, you run into that and then you get the the situation where you the album come out, you go in the office and everybody in the building playing your songs and you like, I know good and damn well <laughs> y'all don't do this every day. And so and you right. appreciate them trying. Yeah. But we went out and we was we knew that I had um hard ticket sales, that I had support from people because I was on the ground and we was doing all the runs, meeting the DJs, and I'm very hands on with how I interact with people. And so that helped my career tremendously, bro. That it didn't matter that we didn't have certain outlets and certain press and push because we still were selling our shows. Correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't remember if you were on these albums. Because I was, we were talking about this album earlier. Did Russ tap in with you on any of the Chomps? Yeah, I'm on. I'm, I'm on Chomp. Uh, yeah, Chomp two, yeah, right? Chomp two. Yeah. Okay, okay. Make sure I'm not me tripping. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. And okay, shout yeah. out to the homie for that because he get busy too. With yeah, the he, well, I mean, he rapper. pretty much just grabbed like every rapper that was like incredible and in the I, world that I, would work with him. And I fuck with the fact that he it was a toe to toe thing. It's like, and he's sending you his verse too, and that take a lot. It's be like, all right, this is what I did, and I'm totally comfortable with you hearing what I did. So, a lot of people don't do that. Nah. Because they want to be able to be like, oh, nah, I, I got go, out on I you. I got to yeah. go back in. Nah, he was very confident with like, hey, I did what I did here. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Shout out to Russ. Yeah, man. He's um, he's doing his thing. Shit. Independently, are you are you staying independent? Yeah. Are you? Yeah, man. I, uh, um, a label can only partner with my label. I'll, I'll never physically sign to a major of a Smart move, man. It's like I, I'm, I'm past that point. I wouldn't even begin to know how to play that game. How do you pick like? Because, I mean, do you do you link up with the distribute uh, distributing partner, or do yeah. you do straight TuneCore? No, like, BMG. BMG's distributing. Yeah, yeah. that's so dope, man. It's one of them situations where I work on the music. Me and my team feel comfortable with it, and then we drop the album. It's not like a go in, have to play it, and get no, no. We think like, well, we passed it. Ain't no, ain't no performing on tables and shit. <laughs> You did know, you so ever? I have never to, did. I was about to say, did, did you ever? Have to never do that? did. I, I'm, I'm, you you know, would have broke the fucking table the way you performed. Did that shit, I'm just letting though. you know because I mean, I've seen it, you. Yeah, but I wouldn't go through that shit. What, how? Like your live show's always been one of the more special ones in hip hop because mm-hmm. I feel like if you're on stage and it's just you and the DJ and no bullshit going on, you're killing it. We gonna turn up. I mean, I I, I learned from uh, Banner. David Banner, seeing him on David stage. David Banner. David Banner. And then Yellow Wolf was would go crazy. 
Yellow Wolf was special. I mean, he still is special. Yeah, life. and go crazy on stage. And so it's one of those things. Even when we was at old, like South by Southwest, I was climbing up on shit, just jumping off of Those early and shit. South by shows were like, uh, yeah, we legends, was, things the legends are made of. Animal huh? House, bro. We was wild and Mag all of us just mm, going man. crazy on stage, bro. That's, those were the days where you could actually, like, like you could go to South by and leave with a deal. Yep. Because that's, that's what happened with Wolf. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, Wolf, and who else? Uh, I think. I think Staley got Kendrick. I think it was Currency. Everybody, we went down there and then, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is now. I'm going to go next week, unfortunately. I'm going to go. But. Oh, well, yeah. I don't. I, damn, it is next week. I haven't been in a long time. Don't go. I'm <laughs> going. <laughs> I'm going because I have to go. But you know what those days are like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 16 yeah, yeah. hours on your feet. Walking around, hot. Just Nothing like trying to find a taxi cab at 4 in the morning from the Ilmore. Or parking. Because if, if you rent a car and you got a hotel room, it's literally what hell is made of. <laughs> South by Southwest yeah. is the worst <laughs> shit ever. I, I, I show love, man. I no, it's say. cool. <laughs> I had fun, but I also know that, like, Lord, I walked Lord. four and a half miles at 3.30 in the morning because I couldn't get a fucking cab. Yo. And, like you said, <laughs> sometimes your hotel room is often the cut far so when you're done doing 11 random i mean geez. shows all you all you hearing uh, all the rapping you going there it's, it's, it gets it gets crazy i remember when um sprite you remember that sprite had first uh popped off and was called it was like wheezy yeah and it was with it you know how many people thought it was a new artist because it was the back of lil mm -hmm. wayne's head <laughs> But it was like crazy. We were saying, do Wheezy everywhere. I was like, bro, who is this new rapper that just took over South by Southwest? Bro, South by is... Um, yeah. It, Good it, times. I, ho I hope it, it, it somehow regains its... I was talking to the homie Brian Hobbs, who works there. And I was, I was like, I hope... That okay. Brian's a good guy. And I hope that the two-year break... Might have, might have kind readjusted because it. it got to the point where it was super organic and it, it truly felt special. And then, the like this, there was a Dorito stage <laughs> with Lady Gaga. Yeah, once it got to that point, it was. I'm like, what the fuck is Lady Gaga doing here? This is not for her. <laughs> it was the the labels got a hold of it. And no, you fuck that Pepsi got a hold of it. <laughs> fuck you the label. You couldn't get a yeah. The stage game changed in the. And then the, now everyone's got a stage. Oh my god, every bro. I posted on 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 IG the other day that I was going to be at South by. Yeah. I got at least thirty DMs. You got a stage? Yo, come to my stage. Come to my stage. Or yo, how much to get on your stage? I'm like, dude. First of all, art up and coming artists, if you're watching this yeah. and someone tries to charge you to get on their shitty South by Southwest <laughs> stage, tell them to go fuck themselves. Lord Jesus. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Because it's not going to do anything for your fucking rap career. Nah. You might as well take all that money and buy YouTube ads for the last music video Lord you released. Jesus. But back in the day. Because you're going to spend that money and you're going to perform for 60 stinky ass people who don't even want to be there. Lord They're just Jesus. there because it's the only thing they could get into at the time. You really don't want to go. I, I don't wait. What the fuck? Don't you, we got rookie cards over there? What are we doing? Oh, that's his shit. You got basketball cards? Yeah. Oh, what, what do we got? We got some John Morant's over there? He, he won't. He, he looking for it. I'll tell you that. Do you collect basketball cards? Nah, I, that's that, that that would be a, a very expensive habit for me, I think. Also, if you would have started like at the beginning of the pandemic, a pretty fruitful habit. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I mean, and I, I I'm like I, I'm a gamer to some degree. That's what do you what play? Do. Man, I play I, NBA 2K, 
MLB the show been my shit for the past year and some change. I've been playing the fuck out that game because it's I'm a baseball player at heart, and then I'm playing this shit called Elden Ring right now. Bro. My son just told me today. Man, that he, shit is ridiculous. He bro. said it was uh, what, what's the name? Uh, he, Elder Scrolls was that the name of that yeah, one bro, game? He I've, says it's like the new version of that. Bro, bro, I've never played a game like this before, but that shit is so inner. Like, is I don't it like know. some medieval time dragon yeah, ass but shit? I don't know how the fuck they came up with the idea to create something like this, bro. It's just so well. Is it fire? It's, it's fire as fuck, bro. It's taking up too much of my time right now. You're going to get on Twitch? I, I try to, but it's something. I'm so competitive. So they be on pot and be like, hey, bro, you don't have to win on Twitch. You just play You also could just talk shit. I mean, listen. But see, I'm, I'm like fucking, if I fuck up, I'm like pissed. And then I'm trying to be like nice and shit. You don't want to get, you also don't want to get, you don't want to get canceled like that dude on the heat. Bro. Do you remember I, the guy on the heat who got smoked and he said, he said some crazy Jewish shit. And see, and then My, Miles, Myers <laughs> Leonard. And they, they released him and he's still not in the oh, league. Word. And he's a seven, he's like a six foot 10 white guy who can hit threes. He's oh, done. Oh yeah, see. Off you, of Twitch. And, and in the moments you get pissed off and just say. Did you see Snoop Rage quit? On Madden. Twitch? Yeah, I've, I've seen him. But it's it's real though, and I, I mean for yeah. me, and I also don't want if some stuff I do in my free time is just for me. It's for you. And but so, that being said, T Pain's making an extremely um, exuberant amount, amount of yeah, money. He's, he's, he's crushing, it. but he's crushing it, and it, and it works though. But T and T Pain is very he don't give a fuck. He's kind of made for Twitch. Yeah, it works. It works. And the homie podcast and all that it, 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 it works well. Have you gone on his podcast yet? Not yet, but I'm supposed to. It's a good. I need to hit the homie. Yeah, Pain's a good guy. Yeah, he the homie, man. Yo, stopping the interview. Got to tell you about our good folks at Odd Socks, man. Listen, go to oddsocksofficial.com. Use the promo code 20% off. Save 20% off some of the craziest socks. You know, they got the Ninja Turtle joints. Uh, shout out to Kool-Aid. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to SpongeBob. Plus, they got the Odd Socks Basics. These are my boys right here. I love these right here. You get the plain black, the plain white. Very comfortable. Most comfortable socks in the world, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Plus... Underwear, y'all. Cheese it draws. Come on, what are we doing? Go to oddsocksofficial.com. Use the promo code bootleg and save 20% off the most comfortable underwear in the world. Fuck all that other bullshit y'all be wearing on your ass. Throw all the methicas in the trash. All that PSD shit, all that shit is all. Listen, man. Put them odd socks on your ass cheeks and thank me later. One thing I like about T Pain is like, He's kind of like unapologetically himself. Don't give a fuck. Whether or not it's like he he goes against whatever popular like popular mm. belief. Like he just is like, yo, this is how I feel. And, yeah. And the other cool thing about Pain is like you, you're like you're, no matter what, you're just one record away again. Always. I mean, but this is the thing he he's wrote so many hit records. Just in the, I mean, he's one like, of the greatest yeah hit like, makers ever. And so it's, it's kind of like, you know, to see him also, to see a lot of these artists transform out of just making music and actually finding a place where they, the, the, the personality starts to shine, mm-hmm. I think is um, kind of a great step moving forward for a lot of artists. Because this is the thing, rap, we've yet to see a rapper retire. Like except, Joe, see, except Joe Budden, apparently. Yeah, I mean, but, but just to be like, all right. I'm done. You yeah, because Jay Z retired and then came out with Kingdom Come, and life, we were like, eh. lifetime achievement award kind of game, right? So we, what is the transition for artists? I think all of us do have a voice beyond it just being on a beat, and so I think looking at people like um, Joe Budden or looking at a T Pain, even with Killer Smoke, Mike's done a good Killer, job. Smoke Dizzle's doing right now. Podcast, Smoke Dizzle, yeah. It's like 
okay, you know, get to a point where we're really talking versus it being the instrumental behind yeah, it. Yeah, like Action Bronson, I think, was early, too, the with that doing his show, doing Fuck bro. That's Delicious. Yeah, like... Shout out to him, know. too. That he guy. Yeah, he got, yeah. He looks like one of those Life guys. Changing. Do you yeah. remember back in the day on the religious channel, they used to tear phone books? He looks like one of those he now. Looks like <laughs> <laughs> remember those guys who used to like tear Both phone books they for, come in Jesus' they name? They come to your school. And they came yeah, to your school. They, and they would they, tear a deck of cards and they'd be like, yes, Christ. Sir. Oh my in the, god! In the power of the, of the Lord, yeah, yeah. Oh god, Action man. Bronson is that motherfucker. I feel yeah. like he could tear a phone book. I definitely peeped his his trajectory, man. I'm proud of the homie, and I think that's another thing too. That if nothing else, if music can give us the opportunity to completely change our lifestyles in the healthiest way possible, and a lot of us between the partying and the fucking it off on tour, years and years, at some point it, it catches up to you, right? You've been in the game long enough. To have peers that have come and gone as far as musically. Yeah. Uh, and, and unfortunately, in actually being here. Yeah. In physical form. Definitely. Um, you know, I think of just like some of the artists that came along the way with you that aren't rapping anymore. Yeah. We don't hear from. In your opinion, who's like maybe the biggest what if of all time? Or maybe the biggest artist where you were like, you know, maybe that you don't think they got the chance or, or just things didn't necessarily work out. How you had hoped for them. I'll give you mine first Damn. to break the ice. I'm going to say Pill. Pill, definitely. P-I-L-L, man. Pill, yeah. Him. Pink City. Um, Damn, Dutch, what's the homie name from Mississippi, bro? Uh, the homie that went on tour with us. I can't think of his name. My brain just... Uh, Tito. Tito Lopez. Tito bro. Lopez was okay. so fire. Jamming, bro. Tito Lopez. And he was, was like, wasn't he on Aftermath? Yeah, I think he was riding over there. And Dude, for me, Tito just, Lopez did a freestyle for my mixtape, and at a, um, we lived in the same neighborhood in Las Vegas for a little bit. Yeah, and the homie, I don't think, got a fair shake. You know, Tito so. Lopez was so cold. Definitely hey, cold. XV was cold. Oh, wow. Hmm. Zero Heroes? Hmm. He went to Warner Brothers, and I, man, I don't know what they did. It, it just, it's just one of them things, man, when you... They, the excitement of sound. Charles Hamilton. Ah, yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. Those Green Lantern mixtapes. Yeah, just the Green Lantern mixtapes were crazy. It's, it's just going to the label. Sometimes that's that's like waiting. Sometimes that's, that's when the hard work really starts. That's when it starts. Not the when you're independent because you. It's like um when you move into promote your music and it's and you're independent. It's, you don't even think about it as much. It's like oh, it's just. Hit my CD is just excitement. Listen, boom, boom, boom. Once you got the ear and the support, that's when the pressure kind of takes a different kind of hold. Because every song, you're trying to make sure every song is just the shit. And it could take you totally out of your creative space. I think, too, like not everyone maybe understands how hard it is to be a, an artist that your entire livelihood is based on a subjective thing. Mm. And sometimes the subjective, the, the subjective thing is not, it's not the gatekeeper of whether or not it's good enough isn't the people as much as it's whoever the fuck is in the boardroom. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's like a side to actually yeah. give you the support necessary. Like we're talking about literal art. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, and yeah, I think of like someone like XV and like, I'm like, yo, this dude dropped classic music. And mm -hmm. for whatever reason, just Warner Brothers just. Man, I can't like so. And even in the process of putting the music out and going through that when you're done with the album and what that means, and 
I don't, it's like you become the album in a certain like you live it you know with even with the tapes it's like you could do that it breathe and then you're working on something else when you do your album you got to that's what you put out you got to own that for years some change yeah. tour everything is surrounded around this one creative project and it could take you a year and a half to make it and it take people 45 minutes to listen to, have to an it opinion and be like oh, i don't like it that's <laughs> you like I just spent that shit just happened with Roddy Rich. Roddy Rich took two years to put his album out and people just hated it mm. and it's like he deleted his Instagram it's like what do you create it's like what do you do it like how do you how it's, it's hard to move forward because did you gotta live it you in it though it's out now yeah and you just gotta wait till it, you can't unrelease you can't you can't unrelease it bro yeah did, was there ever a point in time where you felt like you were getting maybe I wouldn't say depressed but maybe you were just oh yeah down and out when it came to just everything. Man, that 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 could that could be your, that's yesterday. Mm. You know, it's one of those things where I've been doing this also for so long that sometimes I have to be like, what else in my life? Like, what's next for me? You know, I've spent you know my teenage years up until this point with the one focal idea of I do music and I love this art form, but I think I started to give it a certain kind of power over my life and how I feel about myself and the anxiety. And if I'm not doing music, then I'm not doing anything. And that's not true. That's you know? true. And so the two years to take off, not drop an album, drop an album, and you go right back into that, what, what, what y'all think about it? And then that can just dial you all the way down into a, a depression, anxiety, because if people don't like it, you got to live with that. I mean, look, I think at the end of the day, man, you got to know... If you're gonna put something out that you're you're just okay with whatever comes with it, that takes time. Most yeah. artists, we never find that comfort. Because for you to come out two years and drop a project like this one, that's mm -hmm. a risk. But it's also like you got to know this is some good. This is good. Like and that's but see, you just said, but it's subjective. I know it's jamming. I fucking know. I'm like, man, I put a lot. In, I know this because I wouldn't want to listen to it if it wasn't. But that don't take away from what somebody else might want or hear want from me, right? Right, right. And then it, most like, of where's it, the where's my sub part eleven? Yeah, right. But most of it is a part of whatever part point in, in their life they they in. Because that's the kind of music I really got to start making. It wasn't about, oh, this is the kind of kick drum and snare everybody using. I'm using that. This is kind of hi-hat. Oh, this the flow. This the tempo. I'm going to do that. I don't do that with my music. I'm like, oh, I'm going to make a song about a breakup in, in a kind of way where I'm trying to forgive myself for doing wrong. Because that's what I go through. That's why I've experienced that in life. And it needs to be heard. You know, and despite what people may feel about it in the moment, if they go through a breakup, at least they know they can relate to me. Yeah, I think the I think everyone's gone. I mean, for the most part, everyone's gone through something like that, and the relatability of that is, you know, a lot more, um, like timeless. Yeah, that'll be there forever. Yeah. So, did this album? Was there a specific relationship that happened? That all of, them. or was it just a accumulation of? Yep, having to go back and look at whatever patterns I have and. The excitement of when you first get with somebody, and then when you get comfortable, and then you start questioning how far this relationship is gonna go, and then that happened. I feel like you know, it, th there's always that process in a relationship. You pretty much just kind of nailed it. And the thing is, is once you get to that weird space <laughs> yeah. of like past the comfortable, yeah, 
If you can make it through that, then you, you got something. Then you got something. Yeah, and you and that, and the album is literally that. In a, in but ex, being comfortable with the experience, whether it was good or bad, mm. learning from the experience. That's why the record all the time I spent the idea of I spent so much time gaining material things and wanting this, and it didn't really change the narrative of what love is and how it could blossom or it could it could die. But growing from that, like well, at least I loved. At all, um, and tying it all back in with more than roses is the end, which is despite what we deal with in life, we interact with each other, we build, we mm-hmm. communicate, and we need the like we need community. So there it is. Um, the rest of your, I mean, obviously tours happening April April twenty second. Man, I'm getting my you excited my together for that now. Yeah, you. Are, I'm excited and, and terrified. You be in front of all those people. No one's gonna be wearing masks. <laughs> that, that fucking Omicron's gonna be lurking, boy. <laughs> Hey, but you know what's crazy is I haven't heard anybody in the last couple of weeks get COVID. Hey, but look, you know, I, I'm just... A couple of weeks ago, everyone everyone and their mom had the shit. Not but I feel like the you. last week and a half or two, I haven't heard, I haven't seen a lot of people saying I'm popular. Man, I caught that shit Thanksgiving of last year, bro. That ain't nothing nobody want. Omicron or Delta or whatever kind, know. just I COVID. Just, I caught that shit. Man. It yeah. didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, well, I had a light, whatever. Did I, you vax that thing up? Huh? Did you vax that thing up huh? as Juvenile said? Huh? <laughs> you didn't see? Huh? The ju- did you see the juvenile video? Huh? Yeah, I saw the video. <laughs> I know you. I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm with Aaron Rodgers. Did what Aaron Rodgers said? He You're did. immunized. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. I'm, I'm on that. Yo, that was not fucking with Aaron Rodgers. Fuck no. I mean, but come on, man. He. I mean, I'm not going. He pump fake. He, he pump faked he pump the fake. fuck out of every. He said, "Yeah, I'm immunized." <laughs> it was like he just made that shit up on the spot, though. <laughs> On the fucking spot, but it actually it, he got over it quick. They still talking about my homie Kyrie Irving. Like, I mean, Kyrie to me was like, I'm not he, doing it. He just was like, hey. But that shows me that when you talented and you do, or you great at what you do, that they'll they'll adjust the situation. Of course they will. The and man, and, he, and the asinine part of it is that if you play for a different team and you go to the Nets stadium, you can play. But if you play for the <laughs> net and you're not vaccinated, yeah. But if you if you aren't vaccinated and you play for the Nets, you can't play. I'm like, I. Th- but he's still then basically still playing around everybody anyway, though. But. He's practicing with the. I, I don't understand any of it. Yeah. The Kyrie thing. He just put fifty up against the Hornets last night. God Couldn't bless. Couldn't wait the ball. He was out here like. Yeah. The only thing they're gonna hit a snag is if they um they end up running into the Raptors in that playing game because Ky- Ky- and the and the Raptors play if if they play in Toronto, yeah. Ky- Kyrie can't play there. Oh shit! Canada. So that, because right now they're the eight seed, like the, the Nets are the worst, the second, mm. they, they, they've lost. Yeah, because Kevin was hurt. Yeah, so they they've like been six. terrible. Mm. So I'm, you're a basketball fan? Yeah, I, I haven't got the opportunity to dive into it this much. Like okay, this okay. year, I know that. Uh, you don't have basketball, you don't have stacks of basketball cards. No, I don't. But see, I also, Just like, on I'm, a, deck. I'm, a, I'm a fan of players. So LeBron is definitely, you know what I'm saying? Is LeBron your favorite player? Yes. Right now, I would say that definitely. Yeah, he's my favorite yeah, player ever. That, that, and to see the work he put in every night, just to, he put up fifty six the other night, bro. And it's, it's year like, nineteen. That's what I'm saying, bro. And then to still be in a situation where you, hey, what team was that against? <laughs> no, what team was it against? The Warriors. The, oh, the Warriors. It was against the Warriors. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. But did they? Are they are you they, see his hat? Oh, that's oh right. okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did, the, did the Lakers win though? Yeah, no, they won. Okay. Oh, they won. Okay. Yeah, they, oh, they won. 
I'll tell you who hasn't been winning a lot lately, the fucking Warriors. They fell out of that three seed. Or that, or that two. Oh, yeah, the, the, the Grizzlies are the two seed right now. You think it's because... <laughs> you think it's because... So, you know who's the to... one seed? The Phoenix fucking Suns. Yeah, they going crazy. Charles Barkley's behind you. He's proud. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yes. shout out to... You, how do you yeah. feel about Devin Booker? He balling. He ain't from Mississippi. So Is he from Mississippi? He's from Tupelo, Mississippi. Yeah. He's from where Ray Schremert's from? Mm-hmm. Devin Booker? Yeah. I thought he was from Michigan. He played high school in Michigan. Um, yeah, Mississippi, though. <laughs> Ray, you mean to tell me the same city in Mississippi produced Ray Schremert and Devin yeah, Booker? I, mean, I think it's too blow. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah, this man. might be the greatest city in the country. Because that's <laughs> arguably the best rap duo since Mob Deep. And Devin Booker's... I mean, he's, he's, he's crushing it. Yeah. He's, he's just an angel sent from God to save Phoenix Suns <laughs> basketball. So I forgot. That's your spot. It yeah, sure the fuck is. It's crazy. You ain't even there no more though. I you yeah. I mean, I'm there once. The I'm there up. once a month. I'm okay. there once a month. You be turning up in that bitch, then. Yeah, I'm still waiting on Mississippi to get a basketball team. I don't know if that's ever gonna happen. That shit should happen though, bro. I don't know. <laughs> you know, there's this stick. You know, growing I know up. I don't want to talk about. I, you know what it is. I don't growing up as a little kid, I rented Burning Mississippi from oh, the library, God, and no. ever since then, I just thought Mississippi's no, full no. of the clan. No, I mean, well, that's that, that that's everywhere. That was with Matthew McConaughey fucking, and Samuel L. Jackson. Do you remember that movie? Bro, time to kill. Or no, a time to kill. Wasn't that in Mississippi? I don't know. It was in Mississippi, right? <laughs> Stop. Look, it's all good. That had we got Mississippi s- Masala. That was a good movie. You don't even know what the fuck that is. Denzel Washington. Um, yeah. See, I have to find. There was a positive. burning Mississippi. But I ain't worried about that. And then there was time. I think a time to see, kill. See, and that's the problem, bro. It's, it's not what people think at all. That's all I think. I'm like, man. You need to, you need to pull when up. I li- so when I lived in Tampa. Oh, my God. <laughs> Because I lived in Tampa. I mean, I saw you a bunch when I was in Tampa. And uh, yeah. I remember we drove, uh, me and my boys, they helped me move to Tampa. And, I, you know, all my mm-hmm. friends are people of color. So we're driving through, uh, and, and uh, we stop in Houston, and they tell us, they're like, hey, there's this area of East Texas. You do not stop for anything. Hmm. It is I think we know. Crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're like, yo, they're openly racist. There's billboards. It is like the Klan, like, head. Viter. Yeah. It starts with a V. Mm. Yeah. See, it's everywhere. It's and I Googled the shit and it's literally they're they're, they're telling you yeah, keep road. driving <laughs> on billboards. Like That's it's cool. it's fucking crazy. I wonder who won Viter in the twenty twenty <laughs> election. Who do you think who do you think took it? You think Biden <laughs> took it? I'm just curious. Who do you think took East Texas? Lord Jesus. Who won that district? Lord Jesus. Joe Byron? Yeah. I know uh, No nah, man but, uh, but Mississippi is not What people think At least I mean And if people don't like you You know it And it ain't no Ain't no pump Ain't no pump fake with that it's, It was having to get used to people Not liking me But pretending they did When I went everywhere else Is Deion Sanders The best thing to happen To Mississippi Since Big Crit When it comes to Jackson State football team I would say so He is crushing it He's a couple toes short right now He had a couple toes Amputated yesterday For real? Yeah, you know he's been riding around on that scooter because of his leg. Damn, I didn't know. So I guess there was a complication with the surgery, so they had to amputate two of his toes. Man, god damn. But the fact he's able to recruit the players he's recruiting to Jackson. It's going to change HBC. It's crazy. And it should be. I mean, but it's, it's these, not only are they powerhouses, but it's just good to see these schools start to get some kind of recognition. I right? just hope he has like another five years there because mm-hmm. anybody's going to come along, one of these major schools, Florida State, uh, mm-hmm. Or if the right NFL job, imagine if the 
Cowboys fire Mike McCarthy, they're going to offer Deion Sanders a coaching position. That would be amazing. So it's just whether or not he's like, nah, I need to build a legacy here first. Because if he leaves, there's, you know... He brought. He's bringing a lot to that situation. Yeah, it is. I mean, but I would wonder if he would even want to do that. Though. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he's prime time. He's rich already. Yeah. So I think um, he's be, got rap albums. Yeah. It'd be. It'd be. I'd be surprised. I mean, I, it seems like a just a whole another rejuvenation for him being around the college kids and working on the campus. Yeah. I can't imagine the pressure of being an NFL coach versus when you had the college and the band. It's just a whole another. Do you, are you a football guy? Ah, kind of. More of a baseball guy. More of a baseball guy. Is that your, would you say baseball is your favorite sport? That's what sport I played. So do you like? Because baseball is a terrible thing to watch. I'm <laughs> but do you watch baseball? How about that? Ah, uh, uh, every so often. I feel I like it's myself. a good thing to just have on in the background. <laughs> Like you throw it on I mean, and then I mean, it's like, oh, it's eighth inning. I mean, we should lately, watch. Lately, I've been watching just the MLB Network, bro. And they you watch the, the MLB Network because they, they they play the old games. Do they pay shit. you? No, to I'm watch? just watching. I mean, like they have games with Ernie Banks and no Nate Parker and shit like that. And yeah. you can watch like Joe Morgan and this shit looks crazy. I remember Sammy Sosa Hank and McGuire. Aaron. Hank Aaron, too. yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. Oh, that documentary was crazy. I hope they bring that shit was fire. Yeah, that was crazy. I hope they bring steroids back. <laughs> bro, they hitting home runs again. Nah, they bro. need roids, bro. They hitting, but they hitting. Nah, home these runs. pitchers is there's too many strikeouts happening in baseball. I mean, but they, but they, they, they like, bro, they hitting home runs. Bro. And there's a what's it a lockout? What is it called? Well, yeah, they ain't started yet, but I still got the video game. So have you ever know. gone to spring training? No, I wanted to try out though. For baseball, I wanted to try out for the Braves. I wanted to be on some Rudy shit. Fuck well, off you know, Will Ferrell did it. Oh, for real? He got onto a spring training team. They let him play for like a week. Yeah, that I, was fake. He, 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 oh, it he was. They fooled me because I didn't know that was fake. Uh, I, I was like, "Shit, Will Ferrell! <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah, fucking forty eight out there." I, I literally wanted to try out and then play one game and then retire on some Rudy shit. You just want to be able to say I got my own jersey. That, but it's kind of like what I Cole did. Want to walk out and play though. Yeah, you wanna you wanna but, go? Uh, but this is the thing, bro. They throw and they they like we actually went to one of the games, bro, and they throw on that ball so fucking hard, bro. What's what's your um position when you play? I was a catcher, shortstop, and then I was in left field, eyes got So you just played field. everything. Yeah, I was a pitcher too though. I threw three quarters. Yeah. You know, you what was the fastest base. ball you ever threw? Uh ninety two. That's pretty fucking fast. Yeah. So but I I stopped in once I once I made my first five hundred dollars off beats, I was like, "Oh no, fuck this baseball shit." Because <laughs> for me, I wasn't gonna go straight pro. It's gonna be the college. It's gonna be single yeah. A, double A. It's a you struggle. Uh, I, I mean, could, you could be. I could have been doing. I could have been in single A or double A right now. Like, still, still, still trying, trying to get, get, to get called up. No, you see that shit all the time. You'll be watching a baseball game, and they'll be like. 11-year AAA <laughs> veteran, first time in the major leagues. I got to ice his knees and all that the shit. The fuck? Yeah. And then you've been, and then, you know, that's a different kind of grind chick playing in minor league games. Yeah, that's, that's, different that's check. Tough, it's like being a WNBA it's player. tough gig, man. Oh my God. No, bro, it's not. <laughs> as far as pay. As I mean, far as no, pay. They, but they just, as far yeah, as I think pay. they just, they finna try to fix that now. Cause I sure hope soccer, so. Yeah, they deserve way more. Because the WNBA players are getting fucked. And they go hard, though. I feel so bad for them. Because it's like, I, I just saw something that somebody's signing bonus was more than uh, the entire WNBA's salaries combined. Every employee. That don't make no sense. It's wild. Because you... They have to play overseas. In well, in order, yeah. Brittany Griner, yeah. 
she was on her way to Russia and just got because yeah. that's where she has to and go to play to, go, to make wow. money. She, they were paying her a million dollars to play in the Russian league. That's so in the crazy. off season, she gets paid a million bucks for the for the season hmm. in Russia. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's definitely unfair though, bro. I'm it's like, how does Diana Taurasi? How do I make more money than Diana Taurasi? How is that even possible? It's Diana Ross. She's the greatest female basketball player of all time. She's the female LeBron. They like, finna change this though. They better. Sure. Yeah, this has been a yeah because again the, the women's soccer team didn't cashed out now. They finally got them right. Are so. you a big enough LeBron fan to purchase his shoes? Yes, because I have so many pairs of LeBrons. Yes, yeah, I, I, I could definitely do that. I got those the the Miami ones. The devices. Yeah, them shits was hard. Yeah, they've been so. I know how old I am now because all the LeBrons I used to buy. Are now on their ten year anniversary, so they're mm. re releasing them. So I'm like, I'm living through the anniversary where they're retro in LeBron's. My G, it's some shit that people say is vintage that I'm like, bro, that uh, that's not vintage. It's oh like, yeah, oh, man, that's just old. I'm watching. TNT. I got this vintage Ten Deep shirt. <laughs> ten Deep, yes, <laughs> wow, like vintage, bitch. What you mean, Rockstar, all that shit, yeah. I mm, forgot Crooks and Castles and shit. Crooks like and Cat, they're back now. Oh. LRG's back. Word. Yeah, I used to be LRG'd out. Shout out to my guy Kev. LRG sponsors our freestyle series. Oh, okay. And Drake just randomly three nights ago he went on an LRG posting spree and he posted like seven LRG ads from like the early two thousands mm-hmm. on his story for no reason. Just uh, well, they finna be up now. Shit. So I had to call my boy. I was like, Hey, is Drake on LRG? You know? He's like, I don't think so, but we're fucking yeah, happy. Those, those brands definitely show love in the beginning of the South. Yo, LRG South had era. all the fucking ill motherfuckers and doing their ads. Diamond was right there with them. Nikki Diamond. The beginning of just yeah, Merck. We was out there wearing, yeah. Remember the fucking skeleton hoodie? Did you go all the way up? The LRG joint? Yeah. Kanye wore that shit? Hmm. The good times, man. They still are the shit. LRG still is the shit. Shout out to LRG. If you love LRG, yes. go to LRG. <laughs> L hyphen R hyphen G dot com promo code bootleg 30% off your, your checkout. Hi. Go to bigcrit.com forward slash tour and buy we're some tickets. To, yes, because we're going to be in a city near you. How April many days? How many days, Dudge? 34. 34. Days. Is there a city you just won't fucking go to anymore? You're like, nah, fuck that. I can't say. Just I tell. Say. No, no, no. I mean, is it Cleveland? Is it, might, it Cleveland? No, it ain't Cleveland. Okay. Cleveland turn up in Cleveland. We go to Cleveland. I'm just curious because I. No, I mean, but sometimes it's not even the city. It's, it might be the venue. It might be the speakers, the sound system, or something like that. And I'm not fucking with. You know, but the people is always love. It's just I want them to experience the music. What's your, and shit. Okay, you've been all over the country. What's your least favorite city you've been to? Not even touring wise, just experience wise. <laughs> I can't say that. I'll give you mine first. Oh my god, bro. It's either between Mobile, Alabama. Mm. That was god awful. Mm. <laughs> or Twin Falls, Idaho. Mm. Terrible place. Mm. I lived in Boise for 12 months. Mobile was turned. The people was turned. No, I just, I'm, you're, you're looking just, at I'm it not, as your live not, shows. Not, I just mean your visiting experience. Oh, I don't know, nah, man. No, it's, it's always the show. You just visiting and I don't know. No, you mean. passing through and you're like, God, this place fucking sucks. Oh, like, I don't want to be. I don't. I, I, hmm. Who lives here? I can't say. Bro. Blythe, Blythe, California. <laughs> Terrible place. I can't. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't find myself in those kinds of like, you know. Have you ever the, taken a vacation? You regret it. Wow. Yes, I've done that before. Where was it at? 
And it might not even, it has nothing to do with this place. It might just be the experience. The hotel fucking sucked. Me and my wife just went to the DR. Pictures looked amazing. Hotel was, <laughs> it, it was nice. It was inclusive, mm. but the food was, it was, it was like jail food. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I can't really, I don't know, man. I think I, I, I went to New York thinking I was finna just relax, go see some art and stuff like that. In New that. York? And then just was one of the moments, it was one of the experiences where like the hotel's small. I didn't really. Get what uh, I wanted out those of those small hotels in New York. Out of out of the experience, the hotels sense. in New York. People don't know this, but if you go, I mean, if the, the people who know know, but you go to New York, the hotel's the size of a closet. It's, it, it was it was tiny, and then it was like I don't know. It was it was and it was like supposed to be one of these um, kind of like upscale when you walk in. Of course, it's like in, like the, the the lobby's super nice. Yeah, it just and then it you get to the closet. It wasn't room. And, yeah. It wasn't. And then I was there for like two days and shit, and I made the way out. I'm good. When I go to New York, I enjoy however long I'm there. Mm-hmm. But the entire time I'm there, I'm like, how do these fucking people do this? I just feel like I gotta work a lot. When I get up there, it's like you you gotta go. You it's just, just moving. so hectic. Every part of your day, hmm. park in your car. The the, uh, the the cab the cab thing and just, just every little yeah. thing is like you're dealing with people. You're, it's just like fuck. it took me a long time to to get comfortable going there and not feeling like um like I was in a hurry or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I I and respect New Yorkers so much because I don't know how they I could I just couldn't. Yeah, do it. I had to start when hanging out with Smoke Dizza and like be going around moving around seeing stuff. Uh, I ended up going to. This amazing museum with my homie Steve O, and then it was like, oh, okay, there is aspects of this where I don't feel like, oh, I need to be, I got to do it. If I'm doing mad interviews, I'm running back and forth, um, and so it's it's just finding like small places. That what about keep... country wise? What's your favorite non United States country? Oh man, I I love Australia. Australia, I love it. I have heard that if it's you are of a certain awesome. tone, that might be yours. It's, it's that awesome. the women in Australia <laughs> are up for grabs. It's awesome, man. Perth is like. Perth reminded is me of every chick look at Iggy Azalea. Ah, uh, no, it's 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 a it's a plethora going on. It's it's very it's it's amazing. Okay, well you were saying Perth reminded you of of my hometown, but it was so the weather and then it's like this the how it, just, it was crazy. I was like, man, I could fucking live here aside from the big ass spiders and the birds that'll kill you. Crocodile. Like, Wait, the birds will kill you? Yeah, there? some birds over there that get at that ass. Shit. So, but other than that, bro, we best food I eat. Like over there, bro. Like what is was, the food? Is it like a blooming onion? No, like motherfucker, it's food. It's like you know they had this bomb ass stir fry rice at this hotel, and I was like, bro, this shit tastes so fresh. So is it kind of like the U.S. over there? I've heard it's like Man, Australia, just like the U.S. But fire, just- fire. It's people sleep on it. We was in Melbourne. It was like it felt like New York, but it was. You had shows little, over there? Yeah, we had four. Had a whole tour over there. That's big, super low, and it was crazy. I'm fucking doing country shit in Australia. In Australia, and they and, they, and it's crazy because. We on stage, and I'm telling you, well, before the shows, I'm like, this is, I don't even, ain't, you know. We don't know what to expect. Don't know what the fuck to expect. And as soon as we 86, they going fucking crazy. You know, and I'm like, wow, more country boy came a long motherfucking way. Ain't that the, sh- ain't, yeah. hey man, the tour, uh, get your tickets, Definitely. the album, mm-hmm. uh, the Girl Talk Project. What's the name of the actual project? Full Court Press. Full Court Press, yeah. that's yourself. Uh, currency's on it, but yeah. he's not a part of the actual Collab, I mean, but man. just by default, the home. By default, uh, yeah. Smoke Dizza, Wiz. Shout out to Wiz. Yes. How's your relationship with Wiz man, these days? Because he's like one of the few people in the music industry who, in my opinion, I've been really close with him and Will for over a decade now. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like he's always kind of been the same guy. The homie ain't forgot where you come from. It's like all the success, he's still, he's still him. 
still the we on the tour bus talking shit, having fun. Um, and it's it's again, it's like that family reunion kind of vibe and feel. And we when we in the studio, bro, it's not even a, it ain't no ego driven shit. It's like, bro, we we talking about how things was like this South by Southwest and what it was like being on tour and um, even the 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 college show with the the they got locked the CNN it's like all this shit. I was like, bro, we done been through some shit, and we still making jamming ass music it's and beautiful. can laugh about it. So. Um, and it's just good to to be around it. Like, though, even the, the amount of success we gain, it don't change how we are as people. Side note: How many actual songs did you and Yellow com- ever complete for for Country Cousins? Did, did it even happen, or was it Didn't just talked about? Happen. We did that one record, the hip hop record, mm-hmm. and then I think then we did the the um, the full of shit record. But mm-hmm. I, I think that was really it, bro. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And now he's making rock music. Yeah. Shout out to Wolf. Shout out to yeah, uh, Big Crit. Uh, the album is out. Two albums are out, yeah, actually. Well, yeah, well, April 8th is when the Full Court Press come out. And I'm just, I mean, hopefully yeah. we get another one before the end of the year. I mean, I might do that for you. Who the fuck knows, man? Who are you a fan of right now that just gives you, like, the energy that, that you're like, man, this shit is still good. Like, I'm loving what these, uh, what this guy is Akeem, doing. Akeem Ali. Okay. Dear, dear Silas. And these two boys out of Mississippi, and they crushing it. They definitely on to some shit, man. Uh, G. Yamazawa. You know, out of North Carolina, um, and so it's another. There's a couple, few others I can't think. Oh, Childish Major, Childish Major's dope. I saw you him open for Isaiah Rashad, I think. Yeah, and he killed it. Yeah, and so it's it's and in in just the growth and seeing where everybody's kind of at musically right now is just like you know everybody's really in the experimental stage too. Yeah, no, for sure. So man. I mean, but these these young cats don't. Really I'm looking that. forward to seeing how you perform this new album. Me too. Me too, bro. I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna have to get my vocal cords together. Cause I'm gonna tell you something. Ain't no way in hell I'm gonna be able to do country shit and then start singing so cool. You be sweating. I'm gonna be. Nah, I'm not. My voice gonna be tore up if I'm turning up. So, Man. but we going I'm gonna make it an experience as much as possible, though, bro. There you know it is. Saying? Big crit. Yes. Appreciate your time. As always, go support. Go buy some. I'm sure there's merch. Yes, we got all that. On is there gonna be an com. NFT? Oh uh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just don't, don't do, don't do what De'Aaron Fox from the fucking Kings did because they're investigating <laughs> his ass. He's worth 180 million dollars and pulled some. I don't know what he did, but nah, I'm not. We we're legit. And we don't. We, I mean, the album know. name. You would feel like there should be an NFT. Definitely. Yeah, we it's coming. coming. Yeah, we doing it, bro. There we it is, it. man. <laughs> Big crit. Appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. Always. Bro. Thank you. Fire, yes, sir. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash Are the old world picturesque shores of Europe calling you? Set sail on an adventure with Avalon Waterways. Enjoy an elevated cruising experience. 
Avalon Waterways offers smaller ships, bigger experiences, with fewer people, and more of, well, everything good about river cruising. Don't just dream about quaint towns and cobblestone villages. See them for yourself and make lasting memories. Discover limited-time offers today at avalonwaterways.com.